This episode of the Panther Pod contains strong language as well as sensitive content regarding racism and hate speech. Please use your own discretion while listening. Chapman University's The Panther, I'm Courtney Archer, and this is The Panther Pod. This week, another long-form episode. A COVID special, if you will. This is the long-awaited, highly anticipated part two of the COVID episode released just last week. This week, I will be covering an anti-maskchange.org petition, another session of The Panther Pod outdoors, and coverage of the anti-mandate rally held in downtown Orange this last weekend. Let's get into it. Last week, I dove into Chapman's handling of COVID-19 going into the new semester throughout the month of September and gauged the general Chapman response to what Chapman was doing to prevent the spread of COVID. The general consensus was mixed, but what everyone could agree on was that Chapman's communication was not on par. An interesting branch off of this topic was in those too satisfied with the COVID precautions and who wished there were less. A week into October of 2021, a new Change.org petition began making its rounds across campus asking participants to sign in support of ending the mask mandate on campus. As of November 4th, it is at 600 signatures. The creators of the petition chose to remain anonymous. However, I got in contact with a very vocal supporter of the petition, Sophia Savage. So could you say your name, major, year, and if you're comfortable disclosing your pronouns? My name is Sophia Savage. I'm a political science business double major, and I don't do pronouns. Okay. So how did you find out about this petition? Um, I, I, it was sent to me by a friend. Uh, why did you sign the petition? Because I don't want to wear a mask anymore. I don't want to be told what to do. Partially, A, my classes are hard enough, like, you know what, after all this BS, I get tested twice a week. Why would I go through all this testing to then still have to wear a mask? It was incentivized to people who got vaccinated that once you got vaccinated, you wouldn't have to wear masks. Life would return to normal. But so, okay, if if the student statistic is correct that 90% of the community is vaccinated, then why the hell are we all still wearing masks? Doesn't make any sense. I would like to breathe the air that we're lucky enough to breathe that's so nice in California. If you want, like, I just, I'm a firm believer that you have the autonomous choice to make that for yourself. I'm not saying, like, if you don't think that that's the best decision, and I've never said this, if you think that masks are, like, if you want to get vaccinated, you get vaccinated. You want to wear masks, wear a mask. But you shouldn't tell anybody else what how they have to run their life because of this. Your health is your own responsibility. You don't need to worry about other people's health and what they're doing with their bodies. Wearing a mask and getting vaccinated protects yourself. There's no other thing where you would say like, oh, well, getting vaccinated protects like other people. No, it protects yourself. According to the CDC, when you wear your mask, you protect others as well as yourself. Masks work best when everyone wears one. To learn more, check out the links in the description. Do you believe that mass vaccination is a sufficient solution to curbing the COVID-19 pandemic? No. No? No. Especially when your vaccinations, like, don't need their mRNA technology, which doesn't even contain a viral load. 
it's just it's literally just altering yourselves and before people come at me and be like oh you're a raging conservative you don't know shit like blah 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 like no like i i just personally don't feel at this time that like a vaccine that doesn't even contain a viral load is that something that's just going to change my cells and tell them what to do without even giving them a taste of like what they're supposed to be protecting against is just something that doesn't make me very comfortable at this time now hearing all of this stuff that's coming out about the different vaccines that like this stuff's going wrong this stuff's going wrong like they're very new i'm not opposed to in a few years like maybe getting it but just to elaborate on how COVID 19 vaccines actually work to quote the cdc mRNA vaccines contain material from the virus that causes COVID-19 that gives our cells instructions for how to make a harmless protein that is unique to the virus. This protein is then recognized as a foreign protein, and our immune system then identifies this and fights against it. I urge anyone listening who wants to learn more about how vaccines work to check out the resources in the description of this episode. So the university saw an initial onslaught of positive COVID-19 cases uh, on campus at the start of semester, uh, you know, early September. Uh, What do you think are some of the reasons behind this number decreasing? Because we're currently at seven reported active cases, having gone from 300 active cases at the start of the semester. It's called herd immunity. People get it and then it just like goes away. (laughs) like it's not like i don't want to say goes away um people get it and then like it's over if like everyone has antibodies to it and everyone's like protected from it like it's not no one's gonna get sick okay and the vaccination number also went up in this period of time as well as the mask mandate uh being enforced Uh, do you think this had anything to do with the cases going down i honestly think that the vaccination number going up is due to the fact that not only the school but the government and everybody is basically backing people into a corner and being like vaccinated like get vaccinated or you don't have any freedoms so some people are succumbing to that and thinking that that's that like this that's the easy way out to cop out and i'm just like i'm not about that (laughs) like Gotcha. I don't really like to be told that I need to show my papers, papers please, before I like to go to the supermarket to go see a movie. To me, that sounds a little familiar to something else. Gotcha. And you mentioned the term herd immunity just now. Can you explain a bit about what that means? Yeah. The original definition of herd immunity before the CDC changed it less than a year ago was that people, like if a group of people get sick, their immune system gets used to whatever disease or virus it is and it will eventually die out not if 70 percent of people have immunity to it the virus like it just dies out fact check me on that they have changed the definition very much so since at least a year ago i like i heard me just get sick it's the same like i mean not get sick but like if everyone's been if everyone's had covid and everyone has antibodies then like they can't get covid again you can get COVID again if you've been vaccinated. You can't get COVID. Uh, no one I know that had antibodies sick. People I know that didn't have antibodies. To briefly come out of this interview real quick here, according to the CDC, it is in fact possible to get reinfected from COVID-19, although it is rare, even if you've already contracted it. The most effective way to reduce the risk of getting COVID is to wear a mask and get vaccinated. Are you aware of all the measures Chapman had in place to mitigate the spread of COVID? Like masks and getting tested? Yeah, and uh, contact tracing and the daily screening. Uh, Do you think these worked at all? No. (laughs) 
I think they're literal bullshit. I've had so many friends text me before, like, hey, can you send me a screenshot of, like, your cleared thing for today? Or, like, I know people who did it to other friends. Like, I, I, the people at the door don't give a shit. Like, they literally could care less. Are you kidding me? Okay, maybe I did have a fever or whatever. Like, oh, because the screening where I click yes or no is going to do something about it. Like, okay, yeah. Sure. Do you believe that Chapman has effectively communicated in matters relating to COVID-19 to the student body? Um, I think yes and no. I think, like, I only had one teacher, like, sit down and talk about, like, what the policy was about, like, oh, if you had COVID, like, what your, like, what would happen and stuff like that. Like, I only had one teacher, like, explain that. So, no. But I know that they also sent out plenty of emails about it. And unfortunately, it's gotten to the point for me that if I see an email that says something like COVID in the headline, I just like delete it. Like an oversaturation of COVID content. Yeah. And I just like, I am over it. I don't give a shit at this point. Like, what what are you going to say that's new? The only thing that I would care about is if they said master op, like master optional. And I don't think that they're going to say that. And if they did, then my friends would tell me. Why do you think they chose to be anonymous? Because they, because they don't want their house egged. They don't want to get booed. Like they don't want to get their house vandalized to which other people I know who have spoken out about that have had that happen multiple times. Like, unfortunately, like to be, to have any Republican affiliation or like even just like thought about something like you get your house egged, you get booed, you get ostracized in class, you lose friends, like for having your own opinion. Now, I thought we lived in a country where like freedom of speech, freedom of opinion and all that, blah, blah, blah. Why am I getting my house egged if I think something differently than someone? And I think that they didn't want the backlash. They don't want the death threats that people that we get when we say stuff like this. And yes, I have many death threats sitting in my inbox saying like, you go fuck yourself. Like, if you want to think like this, then go to Alabama. I'm going to screenshot this and track you down and wait till you have a job and a career. And I'm going to send this to your future employer. And I'm hope that it ruins your life. Like, what the fuck? Just for thinking differently than you people? Like, just because I think that masks should be optional and like vaccines shouldn't be pushed. Like, that everything should be optional if you're afraid of COVID, wear your dang mask and get vaccinated. Like, just because I think that. That's just horrible. I'm sorry that happened to you. I, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. How have you personally witnessed topics of public health, like mask wearing or vaccinations, become intertwined with ongoing political conversations? I think it's hard for it not to be. Like, it was very much like, and I could even send you links if you want this, but like, if you really want to go back to May 2020 or whatever, like, pre-election you have joe biden Kamala harris all of these democrats being like blank like being like you would really take the trump vaccine like you would really take it like do you even trust it like blah 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 like there are all these videos and like literal like sound bites of all these like why would you take the vaccine like do you even trust it like yes okay let's be real like the for the most part the vaccine was created under the trump administration like that is like i'm pretty sure they had nothing to do with it but like it was like and then as soon as Joe Biden's elected, it's everyone needs to get vaccinated. Like it's so blase, unfortunately now. And it's also, it's so polarized. The people that I know personally, and that I've spoken to about like not wanting to wear a mask and like opting because that is the choice that they feel for them, the same with the vaccination. Like they don't feel like that's for them. It's because they feel like they don't have the freedom to choose. 
And so when you traditionally think about things, Republicans are the people that are very freedom focused. They want, we want to have our freedoms protected. We don't think, we don't like government overreach. And like, these are two things that like, unfortunately right now have become very intertwined with COVID. The government has very much overreached for this. Well, uh, it's about 103 right now. Uh, thank you so yeah. much for joining me. A big thanks again to Sophia Savage for taking the time out of her day to talk to me about the anti-maskchange.org petition and other topics. Next up, a segment of the Panther Pod Outdoors, where I ask various Chapman students about their takes regarding the anti-mask mandate petition on campus. Here are their responses. Gabby Covarrubias, she, her. Okay. Um, my name is Angelica Cortez, um, she, her. I'm Audrey Schubert. Um, my pronouns are she, her. Hi, I'm Cecily. Daniel McGreevy, he slash they. My name is Vivian Ayers. My pronouns are she, her. Uh, regarding COVID, do you feel safe in the classroom? Yes. I think I do feel safe in the classroom because the majority of students do have their masks on and um, almost all of our student population is vaccinated. So I do feel safe in that setting. However, I've heard multiple um, people and my friends say that they don't have um, professors who really like adhere with a mask mandate and don't wear their masks while in class. So although I feel safe, I do know a lot of people who don't necessarily feel safe in each and every one of their classrooms. I'd say I do feel safe. There's some of my teachers who don't wear masks like they'll just straight up take off their masks and like but at this point it's just become normal so when they take off their masks it's like nobody really thinks of anything i honestly think i do just because with my classes i've had good professors who are enforcing the mask policy Um, i definitely have classmates who do come in with like a cough and it's kind of like a guessing game whether or not it's covid or if it's just like a common cold But I think even if you're just sick, if it's just a cold or whatever, not even COVID, like, you should still stay home. Um, like, you know, going to class is definitely a fun experience because, like, um, like, I, like, had a cold, like, two weeks ago or whatever, like, got tested, like, four times, like, to, like, make sure that, like, I was okay. Um, and, like, at the time, like, I would, like, cough or whatever. So I can, like, empathize with it when there's, like, other people, like, in my classes or, like, around campus who are, like, coughing. But at the same time, like, when was the last time you got dusted, bestie? I don't care that you're vaccinated. Go, go, go get that swab. Um, <laughs> but you know, so it's like, and I agree also with Audrey's point. Like, I have professors who like take off their masks to like lecture. So like, oh, I can't project to this thing. It's not so hard. I don't know. Figure it out. Or like, like one, they like try wearing a face shield, but they're like, oh, the glare. I can't see. So now they just raw dog the air during class. <laughs> I do feel pretty safe considering the COVID um, numbers are so low and most people are masked, but it is a little bit disheartening to see some people trying to get around the mask mandate in classes by like wearing it under their nose and stuff like that. So I'm definitely like very aware of like how close I still get to people. Do you feel safer now than you did in September of 2021? Uh, yes. Okay. You know what, I don't, but it's because I think that little by little, a lot of us are becoming comfortable when we have conversations, masks come off. So um, whether it's in the classroom, like we'll pull down our masks to talk to each other or if we want to hear each other better. So it kind of defeats the purpose of it. Um, so I don't necessarily feel safer now because as time goes on, people become more comfortable. For sure, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Now that everyone's vaccinated. Honestly, I think it's the same. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the same for me. I haven't really felt a difference. 
Um, I definitely feel better that our COVID numbers are a lot lower than they were before. Um, the contact tracing Chapman thing did. I don't. I don't think that's done anything. I can't imagine that that really was a great investment. Um, as opposed to just like having all students get tested when we were in the middle of that like Panther um, variant outbreak. I, I again, I feel better now, but just because it seems like we're at a lucky like downward trend, not because of any steps that administration has taken. I definitely feel safer now than last month, just considering the COVID dashboard and how much I'm hearing of people getting COVID around campus. Awesome. And have you heard of the anti-mask campaign going on campus? No. Okay, so basically it's a change.org petition saying um, we shouldn't mandate masks on campus. Honestly, that I think it's everyone's opinion to their own. All right. Do you have anything else to say regarding uh, COVID on campus and personal safety? No. Okay. Thank you so much. Are you aware of the anti-mask petition going around campus? Um, I haven't really heard of it. I think it's just something that Orange County in general, there's a lot of people in Orange County that are anti-mask, and so I'm not surprised at all to hear this. It's not something that I support or that should be happening, and I think it should. the school should um, do something against it. But, yeah. Um, I think, like, it's a very different situation because this is something that's affecting other people besides just yourself. There's a lot of people that commute, live with immunocompromised um, individuals, and their families are the ones that are going to be ultimately um, affected by these situations. Um, so I don't think that it's something that should be happening. I think the schools should be doing something against that. Although everybody has the right to say what they want to say, um, actually putting them into actually putting it into action and going against rules that are in place there to protect us, I don't think is right. Uh, and have you heard of that anti-mask campaign going around campus? I have, and I think it's so stupid and you know i do like think like free speech you're able to like say whatever you want but mask mandates aren't like it's a regulation it's not something like to impose on your personal rights and i feel like with the anti-maskers a lot of their points are for self-benefit um and thinking about themselves like bodily autonomy whatever but the mask mandates is put in place to benefit everyone. So if you're looking at COVID in a big picture, you'd want to be benefiting everyone and not just yourself. Yeah, so I think it says a lot that no one's put their name or face to it because it's embarrassing. Like, one, I think it's okay if like you want to like personally think like, uh, I wish I didn't have to wear a mask in class. So true. No one, no one's enjoying this, you know? Like, no one's like, uh, can't wait to go put on my mask on my face for eight hours in a day. However, like, the fact that they were taking the time to, like, do this chalk, put up these posters, go on Canva, and make these ugly graphics, like, that's embarrassing. There's so many other issues happening in the world right now. Like, we're in this, like, pivotal moment, like, I feel like in society, with, like, all these issues, and, like, this is what you're, like, choosing to spend your time on? Like, there's not real issues affecting you? I'm sure there's, like, you know, professors like want to look at their students and like gauge if they're like understanding the topics but I feel like that's like not worth risking like students health over especially when we're not offering any like sort of non-traditional format for like especially immunocompromised students like we just have to all deal with it like I understand that our numbers are low now but I feel like that's just showing that the steps we're taking are working and I don't think the benefit of like taking masks off outweighs the risks yet. Thank you to everyone who came by the Panther Pod Outdoors. Follow the Panther on Instagram for updates on when we'll be in the piazza. Looking for your opinions. 
Throughout this episode, we heard differing opinions on Chapman's mask-wearing policy that really boiled down to personal freedoms over the consideration of others over those personal freedoms. These sentiments are only more polarized in the next episode of The Panther Pod. Shortly after these segments of the Panther Pod were recorded, an anti-mask and anti-vaccine rally occurred in the Orange Plaza, and I took a trip out there to cover this event and gather some opinions to try to understand the reasoning behind these strict anti-mandate sentiments. To hear this, tune in to episode 42, which is out now. And until then, I'm Courtney Archer, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Panther Pod. <laughs>